course, yeah. So, so are you going to take pictures of me today? I am, yes. You know, other people might be, oh, hey, we're going. We better start this thing. Um, no. Ah, much better. Now, get ready for an uncivilized discussion about faith. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Barbarian, Barbarian Prophet. Well, here we are again, all you people living out there in the Barbarian Nation. So, I am joined together today by one of the most incredible young men I have met in a very long time. We call him the Tan Man. Say hi, Tan. Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? Awesome. So, here's the deal with Tanner. Is uh, uh, Tanner is just one of those things that God sent me. He's just one of those incredible people. And what, what transpired was uh, I was uh, freaking out at the church one day uh, because I'm, I was trying to put together this video. And uh, the cost of the video was going to be 3000 bucks, And the cost of the song that we were going to sing at the church and put on the video was going to cost $700. And I was like, oh, my God, you remember this situation? Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, I remember you, I showed up one night just out of the blue um, trying to uh, see what we were doing uh, with the church. My dad asked me to come sing for Christmas. I was like, I'm going to give this a shot. Um, Cool. And uh, you brought me into the office and started breaking some numbers down. (laughs) (laughs) So what uh, his dad ends up saying to me, I said, well, hey, man, we've got issues. And he goes, what's the issues? I said, I ain't got 3,700 bucks to pay for this thing, but we're going to keep practicing. And uh, Scott, which is is, uh, Tanner's uh, dad, he says, "Uh, well, I tell you what, uh, you know, he can record. I look over at him. And, you know, I, I want to point out one little thing. I don't, I don't know how much Tanner weighs. He doesn't have to reveal that. But you've got to remember, I weigh about 290 pounds, and I'm not a little guy. And uh, as I started moving towards this uh, a much smaller person than me, I've got a leg that weighs about as much as him, and I envelop him. I could see the panic <laughs> flow over his head and face. He was like, oh, my God, he's going to eat me. <laughs> I, I that, that It did feel that way. Um, just almost identical to that. Um, uh, yeah, it was uh, my dad just kind of pointed me out in the blue. We were singing and the basses just finished. And then my dad was like, he can record it. <laughs> so absolutely. And so what ends up happening is I uh, talked to Tanner about it, and I said, well, how much are you charging for that? He said, you know what? I ain't going to charge you anything. I said, cool, because now my cost is down to $700 from $3,700. So secretary and I keep sending things back and forth together. They figure out we ain't using their music. All we're doing is singing a song, but it is very similar to their song, so we needed their permission. End result, Whole thing cost $37 instead of $3,700. Tanner records this <laughs> that I would recommend you go where they would go find it on uh, uh, Prince of Peace Lutheran Church, Casper, Wyoming. And it's called The Christmas Card From Our Heart to Yours. And I would strongly recommend you all dial into that and check it out because it was cool because he did not have easy things to work with. Fill us in on what you had to work with. 
Uh, so normally doing a production like that, why you were quoted so much is because of the, per- the team behind it. Um, I have been in video editing uh, in high school, actually, and I knew I could do the project myself. Um, so I decided to take on the project and that brought me to where we posted it on YouTube. Um, it took three, four days to edit. I can't remember. Um, but it, it almost looks like a movie from just the editing channels that we were doing, but we did live microphones to everybody being mic'd to nobody being mic'd and standing in front of a camera, just screaming. And it, I I think it turned out great. Absolutely. And it is one of those incredible things saying you've got a business. What is the name of your business? Uh, My business is Tanner Ross Photography. Um, It's on Facebook. It also has a website that um, is starting to get up. Um, But I'm kind of changing it from photography to kind of just tech industry type stuff. Well, you're definitely a techie, man. (laughs) so, So I asked Tanner when we're all done with that, I said, hey, man, I'm thinking about putting the barbarian prophet back on online and he says i say absolutely i am super excited to do this <laughs> don't even kid yourself he goes what the heck is barbarian prophet <laughs> that's what he said that is true <laughs> and so what ends up happening is i kind of pitch this to him and i let him listen to a little bit of some of the older shows and he's like dude i'm in so uh, we're going to go some places with this, though. One of the things I want you to know is that right now we are doing the podcasting, but I'm going to let Tanner take a couple of minutes here to tell you what he has a game plan. Now, I used to have Redbeard, uh, and Redbeard was uh, he oversaw everything, he managed stuff, and now my my uh, my equipment has changed to Rode. Uh, the Roadcaster Pro that uh, my nephew brought me, and it has made my life so much easier. But I still need people that can upload things and take care of things because I, I uh, don't always have time for that. And when I am doing stuff like this, I like to interview people, and uh, these guys all laugh because when I get behind the microphone, I'm a whole different person than you you meet in person because. Uh, in person, I'm nice. Generally, I I haven't hit anybody in a long time, and uh, I'm not wanted in any country that I'm currently aware of. So, uh, on the other end of this is, uh, but when it comes down to this stuff, I um, I just need somebody there that believes in the point of the show, and the point of the show is straight up to share the gospel message that Jesus Christ loves you. And that he has come here to save you and to interview people and find out their Jesus story. So, Tanner, what does our future look like here on uh, the BP, on Barbarian Prophet? So throughout the throughout the podcasts that you have shared with me and that we've listened to, they've all been conducted in this one spot. Um, and if you don't know where we're at, we are in Wyoming in the middle of nowhere, um, which is not the easiest for people um, around the world to do. It's not It's not quite the middle of nowhere. I can see nowhere from where we're at. <laughs> we're, we're, we're on some limits here. Um, and our, our, our goal to kind of expand and spread the word and kind of learn out new information of how other people view it is kind of to go mobile. 
um, and um, go- with going mobile, um, we're also going to be maybe trying out some video, which is going to be super cool. So you'll get to see faces talking to each other instead of some audio, which might be a nice change. And then mobile is kind of the biggest thing that we're stepping into where <laughs> we're going to um, be able to interview some really cool and interesting people and their mindset and kind of their objection for kind of how they view things. And I, I can't wait for it. Well, you know, one of the things that I, I definitely am not afraid of is talking to people of other faiths. And I'm talking about not not other denominations of uh, Christianity. I'm talking about people that don't believe in Jesus Christ. I'm always willing to visit with people like that uh, as long as it can be done in a, in a form of where we are visiting I'm not arguing because I'm not here to to try to argue you into anything. That ain't up to me. That's up to Jesus to straighten you out. But on the other end is what we can do is learn how to speak calmly and and well with each other. Because we live in a society right now that everybody's screaming and nobody's listening. I mean, wouldn't you agree with that? Absolutely, I would agree with that. Uh, Just from viewing my generation and how kind of high school went, it's... And so, so do you mind sharing how old you are? <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, I'm 21 years old. Whoa, I got to back up. I <laughs> thought he was like 35. I'm just kidding. I knew he was 21. So here's the deal, man. So uh, and this is a sharp contrast between us in numerous different things, different upbringings, different everything. But uh, I think that we both have like this same goal of uh, of doing this because we could see the the benefit of it. Right? Yeah, we can see the potential. Right. So uh, it, tell me a little bit about your generation and how do they view uh, Christianity, period? How do you – there isn't a wrong answer, I yeah. promise you. <laughs> so the, I I kind of have a different perspective of it. Um, I went to a Lutheran church when I was younger. Um, as soon as I reached middle school, um, things kind of changed differently for me and where I was kind of diagnosed with some things and it uh, kind of – broaden my spectrum to where I kind of believed kind of the science behind things more than kind of uh, mythological beliefs, but not really. So you kind of went with a a, a agnostic. You wanted to see the proof. You wanted to to see proof. Well, you know, I'm going to tap, I'm going to tap you in a few minutes on seeing the proof that the demonic exists. (laughs) Yes. We do have an interesting story about that too. Um, So, so So where did you go with all this? Um, with, with that, um, I am, I had some things in the past, this past couple of years and, uh, it, it kind of reopened my eyes again and I started praying again. And ever since then, um, I have, I've been more happy. Um, things have been productive in life. They don't, I don't seem to be dragging my feet was kind of the feeling that I was getting is like, I'm not. I'm not benefiting anybody. I'm not benefiting myself. I'm just existing at this point. And I think that's where God stepped in and was like, no, we'll, we'll shine a path for you. And ever since then, it's been like that. That's awesome. And so, uh, you know, as you, as you started to take a, a step forward in all this, uh, you were continuing to work. I mean, you've, you've lived on your own for quite a while, right? Yeah, I, I have lived on my own for about a, two years now. Okay. And the, and then the other part of that is, I mean, when you stepped out, it was COVID. Yeah. Okay. And you uh, you uh, you do 
have a job. You have a regular job plus your business, right? Yeah. So I'm currently doing this thing with Bert. <laughs> um, <laughs> I also have my photography business that I was running in the past as well before COVID hit. Um, and then I also am working a full-time job as well in the tech industry. And kid works too much, if you ask me. <laughs> we got to get him streamlined down. But one of the things that happens uh, when we're doing this is we start taking a look at um, how our life starts to function with Christ in it. So, so let me ask you that: as a twenty-one-year-old in us, in a, in a bulk of the people in your generation, okay, I've got kids older than you, man. I I can tell you right now. All of my tattoos are really older than you, okay? <laughs> I got tattoos that I I got tattoos way old enough to drink. When I when I go in if I went into a bar today and they said, uh, hey, show us your ID, I just roll up my sleeve and there there's my honey, I my tattoo's older than you, so we're good. But uh so let me ask you, in your generation today, uh, and I'm not expecting you to speak for the entire generation. I'm just going to say for the people you know, uh, how do they? What's their concept of Christianity? I see. So I don't really hang around my generation um, mentally. I uh, I'm kind of older mentally, <laughs> so I hang out with a little bit mentally older people, um, and and one very mentally challenged person. <laughs> Uh, and from from the point of views that I have gathered, it's either no, I, I, I just don't have time, which is kind of a lame excuse in my opinion, but it is like I don't have time to pray or go to church or I'm working too much or I've never been grown up on it. I don't have a preference. And then other people like me that are, uh, they kind of want the agnostic part of it where it is like they want to see proof before they sink into it. So in in that, what would proof look like? I think what I, my proof, what I was looking for was kind of like a vision or like when I prayed at night, um, I would say, hey, I'm struggling with this. Um, if you could like give me a dream or uh, send me a clue somewhere in life that it's going to be okay and I just need to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, that's kind of the proof that I was looking for. I know that... Um, one of my coworkers does want to see almost physical proof, kind of from back way before BC, like way before then, and they want to see physical proof of that person actually existing in the first place. So what they're looking for is proof that Jesus Christ existed. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so uh, how would you how would you relate to that? I mean, when you're talking to him, how do you deal with him? When I'm when I'm talking, I. It's mainly asking questions and trying to wrap my own head around things. A um, little bit more about myself. I have high-functioning ADHD, so my head is going everywhere at all times. That's why we're friends. <laughs> yes. And uh, so I, it is questions and kind of guidance, because I am young. I'm, I'm just branching out into the world. Um, and it's as soon as he started giving me little bits and pieces of like, well, your job sees what you're doing. So they're, they're going to give you a prize this day, or they're going to give you a compliment this day. Kind of things like that of like, should I continue with this job is one of the questions that I have asked. And Right. That, you know, that's what we call ladder climbing. Okay. okay. When a person is looking for proof. Okay. That's where ladder climbing becomes. If I do this enough for God, then he'll love me. 
because most of us don't understand uh tanner the we do not understand what love looks like okay what is the opposite of love hatred (laughs) i know that's what we all say right i got bad news it's not are you ready i'm ready the opposite of love is use when we use another person to get what we want or when we think that we can use God to get respect from him or when we think that we can use uh, any person, etc. That's why people fall out of love. They don't really fall out of love. What happens is they get to a point to where they're um, to where the use of that person is no longer necessary. Okay. Okay. But when we love somebody, when love truly starts to take place, and this this is you can't you can't explain it, you have to experience it. What happens is when a person says they love you and they don't need anything from you. God loved us so much that he died on a cross before you were ever born for you. Thousands of years before you came about. And he did that in order to make the way. Okay? And the whole thing gets down to is when we start taking a look at what love is, love means it's unconditional. It means that there is no threat attached. It means that you hear me say this when you hear me preach. I say, I love you, and Jesus loves you, and there's nothing you can do to stop us. Mm -hmm. Because it's not about you. Yeah. It is about a decision I made. I chose to love you. And nothing you say, do, etc. It doesn't mean i got to get along with you. It doesn't mean that I have to go, okay, Tanner, you've done great things, so now I'm going to hug you and love you. It has nothing to do with that. It has the fact that I have made a conscious decision that no matter what this person does or says or anything to that fact, I'm going to love them anyway. And they're not going to be able to shut me down because it's not based in what they do or what they say. And the same thing is true of Jesus Christ. Okay. He loves you. And he doesn't need you to do anything for him because he did it all for you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. And I know that that when a person, uh, a lot of Christianity uh, has still set up this little uh, ladder climbing situation that if I go to church enough, if I pray enough, if I'm there enough for people, uh, that God will love me more. But that isn't how it works, man. He loves you anyway. Uh, Even when you're stumbling, falling, acting like a fool. He still loves you, man. And that is the same truth uh, that comes from me. When I tell people I love them, I tell people I love them all the time. Yeah, I used to tell my boss. Okay, I worked for the same dude for uh, 35 years. And what the deal was, I'd say, I, I love you. And he'd say, uh, you too, bro. You know, because <laughs> they don't know how to react to that. You want to know why? Is It's not that I, I was his employee. I was his friend. I mean, I'd been friend. You can't work for a guy for 35 years and not be his friend, Absol- right? Yeah, absolutely. How do you know? You're only 21. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but on the other end of that, it's bear this in mind, is that when most people don't know how to receive love, and that becomes one of those things that as a Christian – that uh, I hope that we could uh, share with your generation. And I hope that that is one thing that starts to come about with this um, with this show, with the Barbarian Prophet. Part of the reason why I call it the Barbarian Prophet is because I like to live in the wild. I don't want to be a domesticated Christian. 
Okay. This is a problem with church. Okay. I love church. I I do church, man. I'm a pastor at a church. (laughs) But I tell you what, here's the thing when it gets right down to it. Wild, W-I-L-D. We intentionally love daily. So when I say that we're barbarians that live in the wild, we're ones that go out on a limb. That's why we chose this name. That's that's why I chose this name a long time ago. And the and the thing with the word profit, it ain't a P R O F I T because there ain't no money being made here. This thing just cost me money. But what ends up happening in being a prophet for God, it doesn't mean that I I'm special. It doesn't mean that I'm separated out or I'm anything incredible. It means that I'm going to call the good things out that God has done, and tell you He's coming again. That's the point of being a prophet. We're supposed to be a nation of priests. We're supposed to be a nation of prophets. Uh, We're supposed to constantly be sharing the word of the Lord with other people. And that's what this is really all about. So, you know, I'm glad you're on this journey with me, man. You're looking at me with big eyes. Nobody can see you, but wait till they get video. They'll be like, whoa, that kid's always freaked out when Bert's talking. (laughs) No, it is... um... And that's, again, is spreading the word and love with each other. That's that's why I'm so passionate about this is because, again, back to my generation, it was, school was filled with hatred. And it seems like everything is, anytime I talk to some of my generation, it is, well, I hate this. I hate that. And I've always been a happy go get em kid. That's just been me. And I, I see an issue with that. Every time somebody hates something, I'm like, well, you're not even giving it a chance. You're not being open about anything. You're just shutting it down instantaneously. And I I want to spread the word and say, hey, it, it is okay to be open to something. That doesn't make you weak. It it's it it's opening your mind to more things that could be possible. And that's all that's what our mind was designed to do. Absolutely. So so let me ask you this, is when it comes down to it and we start to take a look at uh, thing, and, and I won't even say a generation, I'll just say the world currently, uh, because I think there's people of all age groups involved in this. But when they do things like uh, what they call a cancel culture, explain that to us. A, a cancel culture is where it... Uh... There's so many different ways to look at it, but the big gist of it is that if you do something that is not seen fit or that is not seen as doing it the proper way, um, it could be hugely controversial, but like uh, Jeffree Star went out the other day and was talking about transgender, um, like, and he, he said some controversial things. That is the cancel culture is when he's stating his opinion and people want to shut him down for it. I'm pumping the brakes. (laughs) I I, I gotta pump the brakes here, okay? Now, Jeffree Starless, Wyoming. I'm gonna tell you what. uh, A year ago, I had no clue who a a Jeffree Star was, right? Um, But uh, he actually raises yaks here in the state, right? And not only does he raise yaks, I'm hoping and anybody that may be able to send this out, Jeffrey Starr, I would like to have you on my show just to talk to you. It doesn't have, I promise you, you will not be walking into any type of a trap. I just want to, I, you're a very interesting person. And so I, I don't know, is he, 
I I don't I don't understand him. Help me just a, just a wee bit, but not too much because I I really would like to have him explain himself because uh, I, I do think he's gotten attacked a lot. But I'm going to tell you what the people of Wyoming have not been people that have attacked him. Actually, he is uh, developing a very good reputation in this community as a businessman, as a business person. I, I don't know how to address that, but but I I can tell you this. Um, after I watched a couple of videos on him because my son-in-law was going to go move some yaks for him, okay, to the meat process print, and his whole his mindset, I was like, man, this guy's a this guy's an incredible business person. This this is a smart son of a gun right here, you know. And I like I said, I don't know, I I don't move in those type of circles. Most of those people would run the opposite direction from me <laughs> because they'd be like, look at that big hairy guy, he's going to eat me. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm interested. I mean, uh, so do you got a connection with him? Um, I don't have a, a true connection with him. Um, but he is known on the internet for, um, his makeup or I, I don't know if I should be saying his, I, again, I'm, I'm even unaware of how to go about it. Um, but, um, Jeffrey is known for his music and his, and his videos and makeup and he, he does he's a very smart businessman um was in california for a very long time um from what i know jeffrey stopped doing makeup there because of taxes and how weird things are changing there it's california <laughs> yeah uh, california is completely a bizarre thing you just never ever know what's going to happen out there never know uh you know but we we are always and forever telling those guys be careful of the scary place called california because when it um uh, we always joke that our beards are even uh, illegal there our beards are illegal. Go ahead. <laughs> and I, I do think that Jeffrey is an amazing, just stand-up character as just a person. Um, and I know that he or Jeffrey has brought in a lot to this community just from a year, maybe that he's been here. Yeah, I think a couple of winners. And I tell you what, anybody in survive two winners in Wyoming, especially this winter. I, High respect for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just, I mean, living in Wyoming, there's a reason we only have 600,000 people in the state. And, uh, you know, Alaska's bigger, but and it's uh, got more people. You know what I mean? you got to be tough to live here. Ain't no joke, man. Yeah, no. You know, we see all those big fans all over the place. You know what I mean? Big wind turbines. The wind turbines. And I know that's what you guys think they are, but I'm going to tell you something. If the population of the state, okay, people coming into the state exceed 700,000, they come on and the wind starts blowing. And at that point, people start to flee. And when it gets back to 600,000, we shut them off. So <laughs> we, we like our peace and quiet out here. Uh, I don't necessarily like it, but you know, I got to live here. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here. So, hey, let so let's cover a couple things. So, uh, let's make that a goal of yours and mine is to be able to interview him. Absolutely, I okay. I love the chance. Um, and so I, we'll figure out how to do that. We'll be, drop an email or whatever, and, and see if he would be willing to do that. Send him a copy of the show so you can see that you know we're not crazy. And uh, so the other thing is, uh, 
what else do you want to see done with this show as a producer? Because here's one of the other things that you will offer to do is business. You will also offer to uh, help people set up websites. Give us a rundown of some of your business stuff here, if yeah. you don't mind. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So my business stuff, um, uh, after helping Bert with the main video production for the church, um, I something clicked. Something new that I was right where I was supposed to be. Something new that I was I I that was that was correct. That was a right move for me to do, and then it brought me into this. And uh, something else clicked as soon as as soon as I sat in this chair for the first time. I was like, I I am supposed to be here. And yeah, God will do that to you, man. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And we we were talking about that. That you'll he, you will feel the power of just him. Being like, yeah, you're <laughs> like, you feel it. It's incredible. It's a weird f- feeling to explain. Well, I'll tell you one thing that happened is uh, w- my uh, friend here that was not sure uh, about uh, the supernatural. We're sitting in my living room. I'm going to let you tell this story from <laughs> your perspective so people don't think I'm lying. Oh, absolutely. We have pictures to prove it. He even sent, I have the screenshot of the text saying, here's the proof so people will believe it. And uh, so we were sitting in the living room and um, we were preparing some of this equipment to get up and rolling. This was about end January, mid-January, something like that. Yeah, that'd be about right. And we were just sitting in the living room talking about what to move forward. And he was like, have you ever heard of... Uh, well, we started talking about demonic possession yes. and the supernatural, and you said, yeah, I don't necessarily believe that. I mean, I, I'd have to see it to believe it. And I said, uh, you know, you got to be kind of careful when you start messing and fighting with the demonic because uh, there happens to be an outcome. And then? Then uh, we he uh, tells uh, the dark side of the Red Robin Hood, and... Uh, we uh, sat. I sat there in quiet and disbelief for like a couple of seconds, and snap! There goes the a, a fireplace, the heater, whatever it was. But the glass panel on the front of the fireplace just shatters, <laughs> exactly like that. And it was one of the weirdest things because it looked like somebody punched or a bullet hit the glass. It was. I don't even know how to explain it. Uh, well, we were sitting there, and my and let me tell you from my perspective, as I'm sitting there talking, and all of a sudden, something uh, goes flying past me, okay, is what it, out, out, my wife and I both saw it. Uh, there was nothing in the natural, but there definitely was something in the supernatural that ended up having an effect, and a piece of tempered glass exploded in my living room and tanner's eyes get huge and he i said uh well there's that and i look over at it and tanner goes that's tempered glass i said yeah he goes wait what was that i said tanner this is what happens when we start messing with the other side i need to deal with some things here so i kind of buttoned him up and shoot him out of the house because something had obviously entered my house that needed to go away which then I go through a process of cleaning the house, not just the vacuuming of the glass off the floor, but actually uh, Christy and I go through and anoint the house and we kind of shut things down because things do have a tendency to come in the house on occasion. So after that, Tanner was, 
<laughs> a little can't. bit more believing in the supernatural state of things on occasion. <laughs> that, I, that is that is absolutely the fact. That is, there's no other way to get around that. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, it's what ends up happening when we get to points like that is we go from, I need to see physical proof to why did I ask to see physical proof? And when we when that happens, oh man, things get just crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> they do. So I, I mean, in all reality, uh, Tanner, especially when it when it comes to stuff like that, that's not stuff we need to be afraid of. But I'm definitely not not afraid to talk about it. You know, and I've got you're going to see that as as we start developing this show, is that we'll have a lot of people that come in that say, hey. Uh, this is what's happened, etc. And they'll tell you stories about dealing with the demonic. And uh, I, you know, when it comes down to it, we don't take pictures or shoot videos, but I, I do deliverance ministry all the time. So uh, it, I don't know that you want to be at any of those because they <laughs> kind of get weird. <laughs> um, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what, what the future has. Um, stepping into this, um, Bert has kind of explained kind of the things that can happen um, and to kind of prepare myself for that. And I'm, I'm ready for whatever, whatever path we go down is the path we go down. And I'm excited to learn and kind of just broaden my spectrum as well. Well, one thing we absolutely want to do is we want to open up the doors uh, on this show to interview many different people with many different mindsets. Um, you know, I'm always going to take the Christian route. I mean, that's always going to be the way it goes. But it doesn't mean I have to belittle somebody or be in conflict with somebody in order to discuss a belief system. Um, you know, because... Uh, a lot of, you know, I've got a lot of new listeners to the show this go. And uh, one thing you have to realize about me is I didn't start out life, period, not until I was 36 years old. Uh, I didn't have any belief in Jesus Christ. Um, when I was real little, uh, I believed that there was a God and uh, some things transpired, which I got to plug my book here in order to make this legit. You can pick up a copy of From the Club to the Cross by Bert Eldridge on Amazon.com. But, uh, and I, I described that stuff in there, but eventually uh, I became pagan. I mean, complete pagan. My parents were Mormon when I was younger, and I rejected that religion and later on became uh, a Satru, and, uh, which is an Odinist. And as I progress forward with that stuff um what ended up happening was christ eventually grabbed a hold of me and that's what that story is all about but on the other end of things is that um we have seen just like god move in incredible ways uh just crazy uh in my life etc and one of them was bringing tanner into it and I know we're going to do probably a little shorter show than we usually do, but I, we wanted to kind of jump off and share who we both are. And we wanted to take a little time here to say, hey, at the end of the day, uh, what we would like to, to do is invite you to email us uh, at info at com, 
and uh, talk to us about what kind of show you would like to see. If you've got questions, I can I can always reach into the mailbag at any given point. And, uh, and if you really feel the need to, you can always mail us something, but that usually goes... I'd like to thank our sponsor, the U.S. Postal Service. When you want something expensive thrown on your porch and stolen, you want the U.S. Postal Service. So uh, that's one way that you can get things to us, man. And so, uh, you know, I like to have a little bit of fun. And Tanner's showing me how to use these buttons here and stuff. And and Tyler, my nephew, he'd set us up pretty well. But uh, I also want to make kind of leave a little hint that we're going to have the return of Redbeard. He's moving back to Wyoming. We're going to interview him a little bit and find out what kind of insanity he's been doing while he's away. But I, I want you to know, uh, listeners, that Tanner is definitely going to be producing this show. Um, he has this incredible ability to uh, work with your equipment. I, I I just loved it when he was spending time with uh, a couple of guys that we'll be interviewing here pretty soon, uh, where he, he took their business they were struggling with, and in 15 minutes, in 15 minutes, showed them what they needed to clean up and fix on their computer and changed their whole mission in life for their business. This young man can can straighten you around, so I would strongly recommend him to you. And uh, if you don't know how to reach out to him, you just send it to info at thebarbarianprofit.com, and I will make sure that I forward on anything to him. What's your email address? Um, my email address, and along with all of these other links, too, that we're kind of spitting at you, they'll all be down in the description, so you can click them as you want. Um, but my email address is uh, Tanner or tanman11898 at gmail.com. We'll have all of that in there for you so you can click and email and do whatever you got to do to make yourself a part of what is bigger than all of us. (laughs) Excellent, man. So do you got any parting words for today? Any great words of wisdom from your 21 years of awesome experience in life? (laughs) I just want to say that it has been an incredible, don't never give up, just keep on going. Absolutely. Cause, and, and, you know, that's one thing that as we go along here, you'll feel a little more and more comfortable uh, just jumping in on shows and just doing some fun stuff. And uh, what you're going to see, Tanner, is that uh, this becomes second nature to you. I see you're already comfortable sitting in the chair, but at some point we're going to rev this thing up and it'll take off and you'll be just jumping in from time to time with me. And I appreciate all the things you're doing in the background already. And uh, where we're going to go from here is just uh, going to be crazy. I, 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 honest to God, do not know where this show is going to go, uh, but I have a feeling it's going to become more interesting than ever before. So, you know what I always say, Jesus loves you, and I love you, and there's absolutely nothing you can do to stop us. For questions or comments, please email us at info at thebarbarianprofit.com. The Barbarian Prophet is a registered trademark of Barbarian Media Group. Listening to this podcast may cause excitability, euphoria, and overall sense of happiness in the realization that you're not alone. Discontinue use if reddened skin or a rash develops. Side effects may include random hugging, crying out loud, smiling while alone, and happy crying combined with snot bubble development. Do not use during church service. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. Are you actually still listening? Seriously, we have nothing more to say except for that one thing that was really, really, really important, but let's wait until the next show for that. <laughs>